Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Big Vision Gaming Weekly Podcast. Now, I know you're probably out there right now listening in on your favorite podcast providers like iTunes or Google Play, or maybe you stop by BigVisionGaming.com every week to listen in. Now, these are all great places to listen. I personally like going to the website. Eh. But um, maybe this is your first episode, and what an episode it should be. Let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about what this show is. Uh, We get on here and we discuss games, movies, and literally anything that we find interesting. Um, And sometimes the the fun tangents that we get off onto. I'm Tom, and with me today is Nick. Hello. Tar. Yo. And Matt. What's up? What's going on? I can't see you, Matt. (laughs) How is everyone doing today? That's because I'm invisible. Oh, okay. You're always invisible. That's okay, what good. I do. Good. You're I'm not right. invisible to me. I didn't know if it, 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 what was happening. So I just had, I had to ask. Well, you know, I can't see any of you guys either. That's besides the point, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're here today. Um, the Destiny 2 beta should be wrapping up soon um but we kind of wanted to to harken back to some good old destiny times our greatest destiny moments i want to take a, a look back at the past three years of destiny and and reflect on it because you know it's coming to an end whether you like it or not uh, and destiny 2 will be upon us in september at which point uh, the amount of players in the destiny one universe of three years uh will be scarce and uh with bungie's history they will probably severely minimize the amount of you know games you know feature modes and stuff like that that you're actually going to be able to take part in Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so uh but anyways at that point you know why you're still playing the old destiny outside of if you you have fun and i guess you know just like the pvp but if you're uh up for the experience and you know the, well the new experience and continuing on in the destiny universe you're uh you're gonna be playing destiny 2 when it comes out in september they may feel slighted by destiny 1 so that they don't want to move on to destiny 2 yeah, well you know many what? many different types of their opinions <laughs> and you know there's it, there's there's both sides you know it's like a double-edged sword there's a people who feel slighted there's a people that love the game right. you know and hey it's it's everyone's money you can do Sometimes with it as, you, one the as you please yeah, I mean, you could do with it as you please. Uh, and, you know, if, if you didn't like Destiny 1, feel free to pass on Destiny 2 or or just hold out for a little bit and, you know, see what happens after it launches and, you know, see if it's worthwhile to uh, then pick it up. Um, yeah. You know, it's not something where you want to decide, oh, I'm going to pick it up six months later and expect to, you know, be right in with the thick of things and be on everyone else's, you know, level with, the, you know, the game and raids and whatnot. Um, but, uh yeah. You know, you you can be cautiously optimistic and wait, you know, a month or so. You know, you get a good feel by then as to what people's thoughts are on the game. Right. Or they could wait a year or two and get it all for the same. Hmm. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, then they'll complain about it in the comments. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to get a, do a quick poll. What are you guys feeling? Are we all on the Destiny 2 train? Is there no stopping this train? The there's Destiny no, 2 br- train has no brakes for Shiny. <laughs> yeah, there's no stopping it. It's, uh, no it's stop a freight it. liner. It's just, you know, just heading off in one direction. You can't stop it. 
One Direction can be stopped. They're a boy band. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all in. I'm definitely all in. All in. All in. All in. Like all it's right. funny because I was sitting, sitting probably over the weekend. Like, damn, you know what? I bought the collector's edition, but I'm like, you know what? I want a digital. So I think I'm gonna just go ahead and get the digital edition because there you go. I don't want to swap, swap out games. I want to be able to just click on Destiny <laughs> and go right into it. So I'm all in. It's it's, it's so smooth. Yeah. So smooth. I can't wait to get the Xbox One and play it on there. Mm-hmm. Xbox One X. Xbox One X. What X? I uh, was actually just looking at IGN a little bit ago, and it uh, won't be long before the pre-orders open up for it, apparently. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah. They must they must have gotten their FCC approval then. That's what they were waiting yeah, for. Yeah, but, right? uh, I mean, well, even if, I mean, what is it, November 7th is the launch date for it, so, uh, you know, we'll be playing uh, Destiny on just the original Xbox One until then. Right. So but, uh, it's only a few yeah. short months after. Uh, so yeah, two two wee little months. Yeah, we we months. Yeah, we we little months. So yeah, um, whether you love hate or are indifferent to Destiny, maybe you know someone who loves hates it, or uh, you know, there, there's there's definitely a passion for the game. It wouldn't have lived on three years, even with the DLC packs, had had there not been a um, a community behind it that's for sure mm-hmm. and what a community right there's uh, a lot of awesome people in the destiny community mm-hmm. uh, just in general you know you, have, obviously you're gonna run into some dicks you know it's just in some assholes it's just how it is you know but <laughs> um i mean generally speaking there have just been a ton of awesome people that i've met just playing the game um it, you know, it just playing Destiny that, uh, you know, I've added it, you know, I added onto my friends list and played a bunch of them afterwards, or, you know, had awesome experiences. E- even if, we, you know, there have been times where, you know, I've, I've gone and I left G, you know, to get into a raid or something like that. And uh, it's, you'll get thrown into a group of random people, obviously you never played with before, uh, but you can have an awesome experience or they could just be a generally fun group of people to play with. So, um, for the most part, my experiences, you know, with just the community in general for Destiny has been very, very positive. Um, you know, outside of the few rotten apples that, you know, every community is going to have. The dirty tryhards. <laughs> the trolls. sweaties. Trolls. The get goods. The get goods. Have Gallahorn or GTFO. GTFO. GTFO? Get the fuck out, Tom. Oh, oh. Oh, right. I, re- I remember when Touch of Malice became such a thing. I was like, nope, that not happening. Yeah, that was a serious. <laughs> that was a good gun. Yeah, it was a serious like mission to get that too. Yeah, was I still don't have it. <laughs> I mean, it was worthwhile though. Well. Uh, although not anymore because they removed the uh, the um, the buff from uh, the what is it? Uh, Sight and bubble. They n- nerfed it. Ward of Dawn. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, the blessing of light. Titan. You know, they, they removed uh, the shield buff you get from moving in and out of the uh, the bubble, uh, so it just keeps eating away at your health. You know, unless you're killing enemies with it and getting some health back. Gotcha, but, uh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so let's do like a a quick round round table. Um, just pick one favorite moment in in your three years of Destiny. Uh, I don't all don't all talk at once, Matt. Oh yes, yeah. Um, 
we've all heard the story before, but uh, not, actually, no, I'm not going to go with the uh, I'm Invisible. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be the first time I actually raided with you guys. Awesome, man. It, it was uh, the first time I raided. Uh, Nick, you messaged me on Xbox and like, hey, we're in the Templar. Uh, we need a six person. You want in? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. And I was getting to the group and I'm like, oh, yeah should probably tell you I've never done this before. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not something you want to start out with. No. You did already, Although it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But we, Taught we, him the we beat it, yeah. so. So, uh, oh. do you remember anything in particular about that, that raid? Uh, I remember everyone was humming the, uh, theme to Indiana Jones. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. That happens quite a lot. A little I less still, now, um, more than, than it did before, but still still good. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I remember about that is that it's the first time in Destiny I played with a group of six people before and never had to do anything like that. I've never raided in any other game before, so it was the first time I'm sitting there like, okay, you need to do this so we can get through here while all, everyone else is doing this or this or whatever. And I was like, this is this is really cool. I've never done anything like this before. I really like this. Yeah, Destiny, Destiny I think, surprised a lot of solo players uh, who were expecting it to be more a solo game uh, and then ended up finding a lot of fun playing in the cooperative PvE stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, before that, I was just playing with uh, my two friends, and we would just do patrols or missions, just the three of us, and that was pretty much the extent of my Destiny experience. I didn't go in Crucible at all because I'm terrible at PvP, <laughs> and this was really my first big opportunity to do something in Destiny. And one of the biggest things they had in the game at the time. And still, a lot of people's favorite raid. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Hands down, Vault of Glass is still. Still the best, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. No, oh, yeah. Stupid. You know what's shocking though? You know, there's still a probably the majority of the community that still have never beaten a raid. Damn. Yeah. That still play? Uh, well, uh, probably not. That still play. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that still play that never beat a raid. Um, but I remember they always came out with the stats like Bungie come out with the stats of the number of people that have actually completed a raid versus the number of people that have played destiny mm-hmm. um, now a lot of those are probably you know the people that really don't truly understand what destiny is and they'll maybe go and rent the game or buy it play through the campaign and be like oh okay and then put it aside and don't think about it anymore because most games don't have that you know like uh, I don't want to say MMO because it's not don't have that kind of uh, basically game after mode to where you beat the storyline and that's just the beginning. Right. You know, a lot of the ge- you know, a lot most games you play, you beat the storyline and that's it. Maybe you go play multiplayer, but you know, there's right. not really you know much after that as far as the PVE content goes. Um, most most so, games you do the majority of your grinding in order to get to the end. This has all the grinding at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, the the only grind before you know the only grind is beating the campaign just so you can get to the stuff after the campaign and that's right. when you you truly start your destiny journey with the harder content. Right. Um, and now the one big thing that's gonna that that, that kind of hurt 
Destiny to begin with is the the original Destiny One story was was not so great, uh, and it was very fragmented. And, and and we don't have time to tell you what we don't have time to tell you. Yeah, we don't have time for that. Uh, but what we no do time. have what we do have <laughs> time for is watching the cinematics every single time you play a campaign level because they wanted to make sure you you got the story, and that's why they didn't offer you the ability to uh, skip the awesome cutscenes. Right, right, right. Um, I I know we're probably we don't really want to dive into to beta territory, but I, I you brought it up, so I gotta be like, oh well, during the beta you just press B to skip now. Mm-hmm. So well, skippable cutscenes. Is... Well, yeah, but they added that in like year two. Oh, did they? Yeah, that, yeah. that came with oh, Taken okay. King. Or no, it came. What did it come slightly before Taken King? I don't know. Yeah, one of those two. But yeah, it, it's it's been out for a while, Tom. So you've been missing out if if, uh, if you haven't been skipping out on cutscenes. I really haven't had that many cutscenes to skip out on. So well, there you go. It's the loading, the loading that I've been wanting to uh, avoid. Okay. Well, before we get too off topic, because we tend to do that on a regular basis, Tar, what is your absolute favorite moment in the first three years of Destiny? If you have to pick one, uh, um, if you can't pick one, you can just name a couple. Uh, you know, but uh, you can't list all them, all them times uh, that you know you screamed racist. That, I mean, that you had fun in Destiny. <laughs> and it can't be the times you stole my fucking oh, yeah. Galahorn. And you know what? <laughs> or the times that I stole your Vex. And, like oh yeah, sometimes. that was cold blooded. Actually, my one of my favorite. I have, I'm just, well, I'm gonna say two. My first favorite moment is when I actually got my first Galahorn. Because after years of grinding, it never popped for me. The one time I decided to just leave. You mean years? Uh, year two, maybe? No, year one. I don't know. One of those years. Put it this way. I should have been had it. As much as I played Destiny, I should have been had it. But the one time I decided <laughs> to I said, come home, logged in. I saw Spartacus doing the, um, I went to the Nightfall. Him and um, Zen, was it Zena Ray? Those they were doing the nightfall. They was at the boss. I just bogarted into the mission. They got my Galahorn. As you do. That was. Oh yeah, you, you didn't even do anything. Nothing. Did you? you just popped in right when they beat the boss, popped, and you got the reward. Popped in, got a few shots off, got my Galahorn. Great. That was probably one of my best. Happy moments. day. But my most favorite <laughs> favorite time was doing going for the flawless raider with you guys. That right there was just oh, man. that was that was that was good because I mean as much as I did that we did Crota as much as I did Crota you know okay we can do this with our eyes closed it brought back the whole oh my god I got to be cautious because I don't want to die <laughs> you know because it, a whole new level of anxiety it was a whole new level and as we you know pulled it off the second time it was good it was good stuff so that right there probably one of my five definitely favorite moments in Destiny. Yeah, I remember why we had to do it a second time. <laughs> Something to do with I a grenade? Just, I just royally, oh, no. I just Force royally field. fucked up at the balls. Oh, the okay. sword. I didn't have my invisibility on with the hunter, and I screwed up the button presses because it had basically been, oh god, probably well over like six, eight months or whatever it was um, since I'd even played the raid. Uh, you know, Crota's end, and so I just, I, I biffed it hard, 
and caused us to go back to, uh, you know, we had to reset and start the raid over again. But we got it the second time, no issues. But, right. yeah, I was the the reason we had to go through it a second time in the first place. And then the funny thing was I was taking everybody through it along with Brandon. Yeah, so <laughs> the person who's taking people through it fucks up and, and makes us repeat. But, no, actually, um, it was because of you we made it. You had the strategy, you know, it was, it was I, did, I had no problem. Plus, Crow to End was really short anyway, so we flew past, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like one of the only raids you can beat easily in under 40 minutes. Yep. Good times. I mean, you could beat a bunch Good of the raids times. easily, and it, well, around that time, but yeah, Crota's end is definitely the shortest raid, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Short, but fun. And, and the first time, it was pretty challenging, as I remember. I first, was. first several times. I just remember not liking it because it just felt like everything was a bullet sponge and unoriginal. Um, it felt more like they just threw a bunch of very spongy enemies at us uh, that did, you know, a lot of damage because we were, you know, a, at a lower light um, versus being a little bit more creative with it. Um, but that, that, w- that was just my take on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard when you try to compare it against um, the nostalgia factor of the Vault of Glass because, I mean, even those enemies are pretty spongy. Um, yes and no. It just offered, uh, I don't know, to me it offered, you know, the, the puzzles were better, the bosses were better. Right, right. Um, there were, there were more um, team-oriented um, things that needed to be done in, the, in Vault of Glass. Indeed. So, but, Tom, but, uh, yeah. what is your favorite Destiny experience for the first three years? Oh, favorite experience for the first three years. Hmm. Um, I would probably have to say first time uh, beating the Vault of Glass, like finally, because it had been several weeks. I didn't, I didn't do it the first week. I didn't do it the uh, second week or the third or the fourth. Uh, it took, it took a while before I actually beat Vault of Glass. I always could always get to the boss, but beating the boss was always was a bitch. Uh, yeah. That was where it was at, and that was at a time when you could like set people closer to him, and he'd teleport the three closest people, and like you could even like set of uh, you know coordinate the the raid the boss even better than you can now. Yeah. Um, you could push the Templar. Yeah, there, you could push the Templar. Pushing the, we got really out, good at that. Get out them, uh, you know, solar grenades for the Sun Singer and just, uh, <laughs> just start whipping them at him. Right, Push but we didn't, we didn't back. initially do that. We we uh, hit on some bitch ass ledge <laughs> out <laughs> of <middle> nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, whatever. Hey, it's all strategy. You give us right. an open playing field, and you yep. allow us to, you know, uh, test and you know, and things and stuff like that. We're gonna find a way that we can beat it, and you know what, we did. Oh, God, I can't remember how long. I remember the first time we did that. Poopy were getting fucking loopy by the time we were there, and just how often we were dying there, how, you know... We we were on that boss for quite a long time. Yeah, well, I mean, so this is just going to bleed into my favorite Destiny moment as well. Um, you know, the first time through the Vault of Glass, uh, Tom, yeah. you were with me. 
mm-hmm. and uh, we played with uh, with four other people that we we just met on. A, it was LFG, I think. I don't or or, or uh, via the I Destiny d- groups. Yeah, I um, think I think it was more um, at the time there were a lot of people in the tower. Just there wasn't so much the LFG as much as there was yeah, people right. looking I, looking for groups actually at the tower. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, we got our group together, and uh, it took us quite a while to get into the Vault of Glass, just on the outside. Building the spire. uh, At at the time, our weapons were garbage. This is literally, you know, two, three weeks after Destiny, you know, was out. Um, You know, so our weapons were garbage. Our light level was really low, because at the time, you could only get up to, what, level, light level 24? Or was it? 26, 26? I think it was. Yeah. And then the only way you can get higher than that is uh, by getting raid gear. And uh, raid gear was extremely hard to come by from, from that right. raid. But uh, right. anyways, um, yeah. I rem- remember it just it took us forever to get inside. And then we finally got inside. We started, you know, fighting the Templar. And then we figured out you could go to the far left on those floating pier, you know, pillars. Yep. And so we finally got past that. And then we get stuck inside, you know, the, uh, uh, the maze with all of the... Uh, supplicants um you know and then <laughs> you know the, i'm just flying the uh, gorgon sorry the gorgon maze yep. um you know it, it, we searched and scoured that entire place we found me and you tom actually found the two hidden chests in there um yep. on our own before you know looking we didn't look anything up with a guide um it didn't come until probably you know an hour couple hours how i i don't remember how long we spent in there before we're finally like okay we we got to look this up we're not we're not finding where this hole is <laughs> to get through so you know we looked it up and then we we pushed on and and then uh after yep. we uh finished up the floating you know uh the disappearing block phase we we got past the gatekeeper and then got stuck at atheon um <laughs> you know but just the whole experience of going into the raid blind trying to figure things out on our own. You know, we failed at a couple of them, yeah, and we ended up looking them up. But that was, you know, that was only after we tried and tried and tried, and we're just like, okay, it's either we do something here or we just continue to get stuck, and then, you know, we don't progress, and then the night's over. Yeah. But uh, even, you know, every raid after that, we try and, and have, you know, we go into blind, a blind. blind runs, you know, the yeah. raid comes out, and we're like, okay, no one... No one look at no one watch the raid runs. No one look at raid strategies. We're going in blind because <laughs> it's just it's there's just such an awesome experience to be had going into these raids blind and figuring out with you and five friends what you have to do you know to either beat a boss or get past the section you know and you know as long as Bungie you know keeps up in their game with uh, the puzzles and strategies and whatnot for the raids you know it's just gonna get more interesting and. Uh, you know, I really enjoy that unknown feeling you know, of, of walking into a raid and, and just not knowing what at all to expect. It really makes it, it really boosts the experience in, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's that's my uh, all about them raids. All about them raids. Yeah, every one of us had a, our favorite moments for the raids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, what was it? Um, Armor level was what, like 30 or 32? That you 30 was drops. Yeah. Um, eventually, there was uh, the queen's armor you could get and the queen's weapons, which would help you like, you know, get leveled up. Um, they had a full yeah, set of that brought stuff. Out, Crota brought out what level? Uh, 32. Yeah. Oop. Yeah. But at and that then, point, you could you could buy gear that was 30 at the 
the Vanguard. But I mean, like, in order to build up to the raid, if you didn't have the raid gear, it was the, uh, they gave you another event to do if you were tracking it, you know, which was the, the Queen's Bounty stuff. Before the current Queen Bounty stuff is, is what we have now. Yep. Now it's gotcha. yeah, now it's yep. really easy to get gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. We'll get into that though. But uh now that we've all kind of talked about what our favorite moments are, why don't we just kind of just spend a little bit of time just talking about just the raid in general. Um, you know, and and what we what we liked, what we disliked, you know, what are some of the the fun moments you remember? You know, that's be your top moments, just some fun stuff. Um, I mean, one of one of the things that that I, you know, I want to bring up right now is we we have a term for when the game glitches on us. Um, you know, we were just talking about this briefly. It's it's not called a glitch anymore, or an error, <laughs> or anything. It's just called a feature. You know, it's a feature that Bungie implemented in Destiny to make the experience more difficult. Um, yep. We experienced quite a quite a few of those with uh, Crota's End Raid. You know, which was the the first DLC of Destiny One. Uh, yeah, there was just there were a lot of issues with that raid, um, but uh, yeah, features, yep. features, yep. and them goddamn architects, <laughs> <laughs> and those uh, goddamn jumping puzzles. Oh yeah, God. hey, you know me. I'm like I, I'm gonna log out and just come back in when y'all get on the other side. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no char, You're, you gotta get you gotta get good at them jumping puzzles. Yeah, just go Titan, man. Just float across. <laughs> yep, just float. Because, you know, everybody who doesn't start as a warlock hates the warlock jump. Yeah. It's science. The thing is, I started with a warlock. So, it, I don't know what it is. I just couldn't get those puzzles down. I mean, eventually I got them. But, you know, at, what, 12 midnight is really not the best time to <laughs> spend a lot of time on a jumping puzzle, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, and then you're hungry because you haven't had dinner. Oh yeah, yet. I haven't had dinner, so you know, kind of woozy. So, that's, yeah, you're a little dizzy. Yeah. You know, and uh, a ghost. You know, pressing different buttons in your controller to make you move a different direction or alter the the trajectory of your jump. That's what it is. The batteries was low in the controller, so there's a lot of stuff. You know, features. The game features. detected that you were black and instantly became racist against you and didn't want you to succeed. Hey, we. You don't have a connect, do you? Yeah, I have a connect. <laughs> Ooh, see, they know. They know. And you, like I always say, Destiny is racist, especially when they start giving out the end rewards. Yeah, racist as fuck, man. But Vex for me, yeah. none for Tom. None. Actually, none. I probably should have listed that as my favorite moment when I actually got the Vex without your ass. <laughs> I th- wasn't I, I didn't, didn't. with you, though, when you got no, it? No, what happened was I LFG'd the group, and they brought me in right at the, the boss again. And um, we beat it, and I got it with my hunter, and I was just, you know, like I posted it, blown, blown away, yep, and I was done. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a similar experience. I mean, at LFG group, I mean, I took one of the uh, BVG groups in uh, without Nick, and that's how I got mine. How dare mm. you! I know, right? Uh... <laughs> the only way it will work, man. The uh... I know, everybody was ditching me because, you know, I got all the Vex Mythic class and no one wanted to raid with me anymore. Well, 
I mean, like, how many how many did you have? I mean, it's kind of ridiculous when people I stopped counting ready. after 20. Yeah, it was just crazy, man. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't really blame anyone at that point. But No. The only thing that, that did suck, though, um, was I really wanted to experience the, the Mythoclast uh, before they nerfed it. Because for those that don't know... Um, the Vex Mythoclast is an exotic, uh, it's a fusion rifle, except it's in your primary slot, and it doesn't, there's no charge-up time for it. It's, it's right, so, it's more like an auto power. rifle. It's more like an auto rifle, but it's, you know, fusion energy, and it's got, you know, solar damage as well. So, it only drops from Atheon, though, uh, in the raid. And so, when the game first came out, and the raid first came out, and people started getting these, myth- these Mythoclasts, they were going in the Crucible, and raping everybody. <laughs> I mean, they just just destroyed people. You could not... You, you had to be lucky to kill a person with the mythic, mythic class or get the drop on them and at least bring them down to half health before they started shooting you because it would just melt your face off. And I was just so sad that I didn't get to experience just that, that you know, immense amount of power, you know, uh, that the gun originally had because they, they, the balancing on it was wasn't good you know but you know it's a new game so i'm not i'm not i'm not faulting him i'm not you know using that i'm not trying to put him down for that um i just wish i could have experienced that gun in the crucible before they uh before they nerfed it Uh, because i don't think it ever it was still good after the nerf and then they nerfed it again and then it was just yeah you know the rest of the time and it never never got back to its full glory but still an awesome gun uh i would say it's probably the most unique gun in Destiny still. I don't know if you guys agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there have been some pretty unique ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. Name one, Tom. Um, so the Queen's Bow was uh, the, the fusion sniper rifle. I had a lot of fun with that. Ah, uh, okay. yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, man. Uh, the Necrochasm. Uh was was pretty neat. The how much did you use that? Uh, like uh, just just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think it truly more, got the more good buff PV, that it PVE needed PVE until stuff. uh until what Destiny Year Three, when they started redoing all the exotics. Yeah. Um. The thorn was interesting because of the poison, right? Mm. So that was that oh, was another man. one that needed nerfed early. When the thorn was in full run around, yes. it was right. just so annoying. And, and it's not so much, you know, it, it was overpowered or anything. I think I just got more annoyed with the fact that my, my screen was always a green hue from <laughs> the poison damage, uh, literally from start to end, because everybody used the gun. Uh, but it was also very hard to acquire. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, right. uh, for those that don't know how you acquired the thorn, one of the stages of it was going through the crucible and getting void kills. And so every time you'd get void kills, you'd get like five points or whatever, but every time you'd die, you'd get, you know, minus two or three points. Um, you know, the points are probably a little bit off, but that that's the gist of it. You need right. what? Like, I forget what the max... You, you know, you'd lose points more were. points than you gain if you die. So basically, um, uh, there were no void primary weapons other than uh, Atheon's epilogue, which was an auto rifle, which wasn't all that great. Um, so Full of hose. Yeah, so basically you had to use special weapons or, uh, you know, void subclass abilities in order to get kills. So for me, I, I, I did it with the fusion rifle 
Um, I remember, I, I, I might actually still have the fusion rifle I used in my vault, um, but it was, it took so long, and it was such a, just a excruciating uh, <laughs> experience, and I know I'm not the only one that, that encountered that. You right. Um, right. That was some bullshit. <laughs> you have fun and, with that one, Shiny. Yeah, because as I said earlier, I'm terrible at PvP. <laughs> mm. And the, at the time, I think the only void weapon I had that was worth anything was the Word of Crota. So that that was well. See, and you, that was year two. Or that was with the second DLC release. Uh, Thorn was out before the Crota DLC came out. So right. prior to that, there wasn't even. Uh, I I will say this: it was easier with the Word of Crota. Uh, void hand cannon uh, than it was with Atheon's epilogue, at least for me. I agree. Um, but I ended up just using my sword void fusion. Breaker. Yeah, sword breaker. Yeah, that's a good one to uh, to go through. It's a uh, the void shotgun yeah, you get from Crota's end. And another thing is, I don't think I had that then. But another prob problem with that damn quest is getting it to actually pop for you, because you had to turn in <laughs> multiple bounties just for it to, a chance for it to pop. It, right, yep. yeah, it was totally randomized yeah. back in the age of that uh, exotic bounty runs. Yeah, along with, um, what were the other ones that were totally randomized? That's not the only one. There was, was, uh, the, uh, was Invective, uh, Invective, Bad Juju, Bad Juju, um, Pocket, oh, uh, was it Pocket, Pocket Infinity? Infinity? Pocket Infinity. No, Invective, that just dropped, I thought. Yeah, Invective just dropped. It was Pocket Infinity... Uh, uh, Thorn, and then um, what was that third one you guys just listed? Pocket Infinity. I, no, no, I said that. Future, uh, uh, Pocket Infinity, uh, Thorn, Bad Juju. Bad, Bad Juju. Juju. Was a uh, Super Good Advice was one too, wasn't it? You're right. You're right. It was Super Good Advice was the easiest one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't. Um, that was that was a gun I don't think too many people ended up using until later on in Destiny, um, just because it wasn't as you know good of a gun. Um, but it, it was I, great. I'm, don't yeah, let anyone I, tell you any different. I do have to go back though into one of the other moments. With, you know, Tar mentioned how he, he first got his Galahorn, and uh, you know my my first Galahorn was actually buying it from Zura the second weekend Destiny was around. Um, <laughs> which I remember there I were so many people like, why am I going to spend my strange coins on a heavy, on a, on a exotic rocket launcher? Yeah. You know, screw that. I'm going to go and buy the exotic armor. It's worth well, more to me now. Well, and I mean, boy, also, did those people regret that decision, especially also, if they yep. couldn't get one gal, especially if they couldn't get galley to drop at all. Well, they could, you know, a lot of people, I don't know. I was still running one character uh, and there was no way to get that amount of strange coins. If you're running one character. Yeah, there was. I did it. What? I, on, I only had the I only had the warlock to start. Well, didn't you? Need... I just played it a lot. Um, because the strange coins you only got from doing the. No. No, they still. No, you would have uh you... engrams. Yeah, you could decrypt sometimes. engrams and and get the strange mm. coins. Uh, mm. Sometimes you know they could have dropped from the nightfall, uh, and then you could have got and then you you got them from doing the weekly. Um, right. But it, it, I, I was pretty sure the, the weekly was the only way that you could get a it. A heavy weapon, it took less than 17 coins. I, I don't remember the exact coin count for it, but it wasn't that high. Um, the heavy weapons were actually, I think, cheaper than, than the armor and the uh, primary weapons. 
Right. So it wasn't well, need, it wasn't all that expensive. Needless to say, I wasn't being I wasn't able to buy anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I just remember there were so many there were different articles I read, and the reason I picked it up there was one article that actually had it listed in there as like you know uh, you know one of the top five or ten must have exotics. And after I read it, I'm like, oh, Wolfpack rounds explode and then use targeting to, you know, hit the target again for additional, you know, damage. I'm like, ooh. So you not only get the initial explosion, but then you get all these Wolfpack rounds that, you know, you know heat-seeking, you know, little mini rockets. And I'm like, okay, I want that one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so going into the raid is fine, but going into Zerd, not nice. <laughs> and, yeah, well, and, and, you know... All of our stories of the galley <laughs> fail in comparison to John's, though, because, mm-hmm. I mean, John got his from the founder of Bungie before Halo 1 was oh, even yeah. released. Um, right. But I, I could be getting a story. The, uh... What, Matt? What was that older game that Bungie had? I can't remember the name. He got it around Halo? that time. Halo? The old PC game. Oh. No, it wasn't Halo. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember. Terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. Marathon? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what Bungie created prior to uh, to Halo. But anyways, John was the first to have the galley. uh, And, you know, anybody who claims to have the first one, you're just wrong. Um, You know, John will tell you... John will tell you a story or two about his galley. Just ask him. Um, He'll spin you a tail. He will. All different. He will. Um, so yeah, uh, what are what are some other you know things that you liked about the raids? Um, you know, you got you, you know everyone and and you know what are things you like, disliked? You know, any any of that fun stuff. Me, I I just like gaming with you guys. Just you know, a group of us. You know, just we all know each other's strengths and weaknesses, what have you. And it was just 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 fun you know what i'm saying the laughing and joking what have you um yeah that's what i like the most i'm gonna be honest with you i was one of those solo players who never was going to go into the raid i had no intentions of going into the raid i was just pulled in i got bullied in i was in the tower a guy sent me a message saying do you want to beat atheon and i was like i don't know i never did it before he said don't worry about it all you gotta do is just stand there and which I did. And from that moment, I'm like, hold up, this right here ain't too bad, you know. So my thing with the Destiny is the raids and just gaming with a group of guys who, you know, I know have my back. Unless you go AFK and they try to push you off a ledge or some shit. But, <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, yeah, that that's... Hey, those are the risks you run. Yeah, it is. You know, but that's what that's what I really liked about um, the whole destiny and the rating and what have you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The um, teabagging a character while he's down, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and refusing to revive somebody for being stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what you did. <laughs> Go, you're in timeout. <laughs> yeah, you're just. <laughs> In a regular raid, you don't revive and be like, oh, I can be revived. No, you're in timeout. You sit there and you think about what you did. (laughs) Uh, Good times, good times. What about you, Matt? Like like with Tar, I just enjoyed playing with you guys and just all the random shenanigans and all the inside jokes that that happen because of different raids. Like, 
me going invisible or pizza for Spartacus <laughs> or tar throw a grenade. <laughs> tar, have fun with the jumping puzzles. Yeah. Yep, yep. Tom, get drunk and pass out when we're in the middle of the raid <laughs> fighting the Templar. Yep. And also with Shiny, hey, let's get drunk and don't tell Nick. Hashtag Rage Nick. Rage Nick. It happens. <laughs> Shit happens. It happened a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you got better. I, I think it, I, so. I really enjoyed the one time where Tar's like, Nick, are are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, because you know we just screwed up a whole bunch, and you're you're like not even not even like yelling, you know, for us to to you know to 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 pick it up and and and, and get her done. I think Am I, I, you know, I think it's because you got butters, man. I think butters, you know, he did something to you, you know, calmed you down. I think I think we broke him. Yeah, because we, yeah, I, I remember we fucked up a lot, and you was just calm and cool, and, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the the rage Nick, you know, is, is will fade away. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's still in there though, and and every once in a while I make him out to visit. <laughs> You know it was bad when he wouldn't yell and he'd just sit there silently and be like, All right, guys, you know what you did. Stop it. <laughs> he just he just got tired of the shenanigans and wouldn't even yell at us. Yeah. Well, hey, someone's got to keep you crazy guys in line. Yeah. I mean, without nah. it, Chris goes off at his pizza. Tar just ends up hitting himself with a grenade and disabling himself when he's a titan. You know, and then, uh, you know, it's just one one thing leads to another. just falls apart. It's terrible stuff. Terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I will second, you know, what both you guys said. Well, third it, I guess, because Matt Antar said it. Uh, just right. the, the experience of going through it, you know, with, with, you know, friends, you know, people you enjoy playing games with, uh, second to none. Um, you know, it just... You have those fun, crazy experiences. You have those inside jokes from playing together. You, know, you have those stories about, you know, your first time beating something or your first awesome drop or, you know, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot of random shit that can happen in the Destiny world. And, you know, hopefully it just Destiny 2 expands on it because of the, you know, they, they increase the variety of activities and things you can do. You know, time will tell on that. Uh, but, uh, Six random adults all humming Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. Yeah, we had other show tunes. I don't remember what they all were, but uh, I remember it was a lot of fun. Row, row, row your belt. I think got in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fun times. Fun times. What about you, Tom? Um. Yeah, uh, you know it's uh, it's it's shenanigans and the people and um, you know uh, the best things about about uh, Destiny you know in general is you know we were able to create this community, um, Big Vision Gaming you know and and you know I look look forward to see where Destiny Two will take us so um, new adventures and. Um, New ensembles and uh, new pizzas to find, and it's uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. I think so too. Yeah. Um, so 
Moving on from, you know, does anybody have any final, you know, comment? I guess it doesn't have to be final comments on the raids. We can always come back to it. But uh, I was going to talk about another staple of year one destiny. Um, so before I move on to that, any, any other uh, thoughts before we, we head, up, head on? Nope. No, I'm good. Nightfall. So for those that weren't around for year one uh, or forgot... Uh, the Nightfall Strike uh, for Destiny, um, it was the hardest strike available, and it was basically, you know, right underneath the raid in terms of difficulty. Uh, they would add modifiers to it, like, uh, you know, there were different, you know, there were Arc, Void, and Solar, Elemental Damage. Sometimes they would, you know, buff the, the damage that was done by one of those weapons, or other times, you know, they would, you know, say, oh, your shields don't regenerate, or there's more enemies, or blah, blah, blah. You know, so the the thing with the year one nightfall, though, is if all three people died and you wiped, you don't just restart, you know, the section over again. You get kicked all the way back to orbit and you got to start the strike from square one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know a lot of people had issues with it, um, but at the same time, it was one of those experiences that was so rewarding, especially when you first, you know, really got into Destiny and started playing it. I mean, I remember... Go, you know, hearing about um, the first Nightfall strike when Destiny first came out, uh, it was against um, Sepix Prime, uh, and I, me and Tom, you know, heard about it. We were, you know, we were watching stuff on it. You know, the first people, you know, finally beat it, and all of these other people were trying. And then me and Tom decided, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get in there and try it. And you know, sure enough, we were able to beat it. And it was, you know, it, it took, you know, a bit for us to get through it, you know, and everything. But at the same time, it was just that feeling you got from from completing that challenge. And then, you know, the reward you got from it now, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go into the negativity as far as, you know, the rewards you got. But when you first, Destiny Year One, you know, especially the first couple months of Destiny. Nothing was almost guaranteed. Anything, <laughs> what was that? I said nothing was guaranteed. No, but almost every drop you got from a Nightfall was worthwhile to you because you were so new in the game and you didn't have much to begin with. Um, but, you know, obviously Nightfall has changed since then. You know, you don't, you know, if you wipe, you just go back, you know, to the, the previous, you know, to that to the beginning of that section. You know, they removed that penalty. Um, you know, they've done, a, you know, various amount of modifications to the rewards, but... Uh, to me, nothing will ever cap that year one nightfall experience because, you know, you're at the edge of your seat the entire time. You know, if you if you fail and wipe, you know, you go back to square one. And, yeah, it can be back really frustrating. Back to orbit, motherfuckers. Right? You know, maybe what they could have done is just send you back to the beginning of the strike instead of back to orbit so you don't have to deal with the loading times. Um, <laughs> that would be nice. I mean, what, what do you... What are your guys's, you know, fun negative nightfall experiences? You know, what are your thoughts on it? Hmm. Tar. I think I think uh Tom the, Tom the, go. The, the coolest <laughs> the coolest nightfall thing that they ever did. Well, I guess it really wasn't a nightfall thing. Um it was uh was it year 2 or year 3? I think it was year 3. Um when they did the you started finding out they had secret missions in the daily mission. It was year you two. Know, that was year two? That was uh, um, Taken King. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that stuff wasn't exactly uh, Nightfall material, but it was still pretty challenging, uh, especially when, you know, um, 
everyone's still kind of because it was like happening when the when the new DLC was out. So there's new light levels and everyone's grinding and chasing new light levels. And oh, here's this uh, hidden area you didn't you you might not have seen. Uh, <laughs> only available during the the daily. Uh, or yeah, that was to get the black spindle. Oh, yeah, man. and then it was to get one of the best weapons they had at the time. Yeah, which you know was uh, second version of uh, Tar's black hammer. I mean the black yep. hammer. It was all me. Um, <laughs> the exotic black it down. But yeah, um, as far as nightfalls with me, um, I was. I never really had any. I don't have any negative to say about it because I'm gonna be honest with you. I was. I had two Sunsinger um, warlocks, <laughs> so I'm a self res anyway. <laughs> if I die. Um, so it was, it was just, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was the rewards, yeah, whatever. But again, it was just one of those things. I think the thing I liked about it as far as Nightfalls is when we have had, got to the point where we had multiple characters, we run through it once and we're like, we're going to do it again. And we switch characters and go do it again. You know, I, yeah, I, I like three times, three a, times week. a week. Three you times got three characters, you run through three times. So that you know, it was, you know, fast, quick, you know, it wasn't as long as a raid, but it was still, you know, good. You know, that that's what I like as far as Nightfall, is running through it three times with three different characters. And forgetting that I'm playing with a different character the second time and do something stupid that, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Hunter King self res, you know, stupid shit like that. But, yeah. All right. I forget who I was with, um, but... They screamed out, I'm going to drop a bubble, and then they activate their blade dancer on their hunter. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you're on your hunter there, buddy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I, I'm, oh, God, I, I thought I was still on my Titan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no worries, I'll come revive you in a little bit. <laughs> it definitely sounds like some shit. I, I, well, I've done that plenty of times. So, yeah, especially, you know, if you if you're playing your main character and, and all of a sudden you switch to an alt or something like that and you're just used to hit and you got your your subclass you use, mm-hmm. you know, your that you know, love and you use and then you, you you're completely different character class, all that fun stuff. And then you hit your super only to realize, oh, uh, oh, oh, mm-hmm. can I can I make oh. a, a, a quick shout out to the unsung hero of Destiny year one? What's that? And that's the uh, Destiny item manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. baby. Gah. You're talking about the Chrome item manager, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. That thing saves so much time. Oh, nice. And just doing what we're talking about here, swapping characters, and getting on the computer, drag and drop your gear over. Mm-hmm. So nice. So nice. Yeah. 100% on that. I, I remember when I first started using the... Uh, that Chrome plugin, the Destiny Item Manager. I'm like, oh, this is, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't, you know, because <laughs> before, it, originally when Destiny first came out, there was no Item Manager outside of you know the Destiny app. Um, right. But it was very limited with what you could do, and you would have to transfer from your character to the vault, and then from your vault to another character. Uh, versus, you know, with the Destiny Item Manager, you can go straight from one character to another character. And for those that those that didn't play during the 
the fun times of the beginning of Destiny, um, the vault as you see it right now, mm. imagine only, was it 20 or 25 slots? It was small. Uh, I think it could have been 25. It, w- it was either 20 or 25, uh, and that was it, um, you know, for weapons and armor. You know, it had a separate section. If I, It had a separate section for, I think, items as far as, like, consumables. Mm-hmm. Um, very small, though. Uh, but, yeah, there was little to no vault space. Um, but at the same time, you know, I guess there wasn't a ton of, you know, weapons and armor and whatnot either. But still. But, uh, yep, yep. What about you, Matt? Well, my favorite part of Nightfalls was what... Uh, Tara and I like to refer to as Afternoon, afternoon Delight. delight. Good times. <laughs> ah, afternoon Delight. Every Tuesday around 12.30, 1 o'clock, Tar, myself, and at first it was uh, Phil, we would all meet up on the, on, the, uh, on the page and we're like, all right, when are we doing this? We jump in, take an hour, maybe less, get all of our... Uh, Nightfall's done, and then we just go our separate ways and do yep. whatever. And then uh, after a while, Phil turned into uh, Adam, and it was the same thing. Just the three of us busting out our Nightfalls real quick and then just going to do whatever afterwards. Good times. Good times. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I work from home on Tuesdays, and when they ask me what day I want to work from home, I say, I'll take a Tuesday. But little did they know, it was Destiny Reset Day on Tuesdays. So, so yep. that was like the yeah, it, it worked out sweet. Afternoon delay. Nonchalantly, ah, oh, Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah fine, whatever. No, there's nothing going yeah, on on a Tuesday. I take a Tuesday. That'll be the Friday, money. I take a Tuesday. But little did they know, <laughs> Destiny Reset. Good times. Yep. You guys think they'll still do Destiny Reset on Tuesday for Destiny Two? Mm. One can only hope. I mean, they're going to definitely have a reset day, whether or not it's Tuesday. I don't know if that's um, as important to people. Yeah. I don't know either. It was just a question I figured I'd ask since we were on the, oh, right, on right, the right. topic. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I hope it stay, on, I hope it stay yeah. Tuesdays. I, I like Tuesdays. I mean, yeah, it makes sense for Tuesdays because new games come out on Tuesdays anyway. So, yeah, why not just keep it on Tuesday? That is true. Plus, you know, if you don't finish them over the weekend, it gives you Monday to finish it up before the reset as well. Mm-hmm. I just hope if they do a Zer thing, I hope it's not Friday and Saturday and that's it. I hope it's, I hope it's a, a, maybe a three-day thing or maybe Saturday yeah, and Sunday. I, I never quite understood it. I, I would have imagined that Saturday and Sunday would have been better days for Zer than, you know, Friday and Saturday. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, here nor there. Yeah, it's all right. But, uh, all right. Um, well, moving on from the nightfall, you know, we talked a little bit about drops. And before we get into the PvP, um, you know, there's two areas I wanted to bring up just, you know, to kind of show how Destiny 1 evolved from, you know, year one, uh, you know, into Taken King and then into uh, year three, you know, which was the, uh, um, oh, God, uh, Rise of Iron. Um, you know, so with year one, you know, you had your regular levels and then you had your light levels, uh, light levels, you know, was solely came from your armor. Uh, but the only way you got armor that had the highest light levels was from the raid and that was it. Um, 
You know, same with you know. Night uh, falls too, right? Night no, night falls wouldn't net you. The only the only way you could get uh, a top tier uh, max light is from an exotic. Uh, but uh, legendaries, whether it was from the nightfall or whatever else in Destiny, you know, uh, year one, um, the only only max light was exotics and the raid. Um, mm. So. Nightfall just netted you, you know, some some cool, uh, you know, gear, equipment, and whatnot. Um, but uh, it wasn't until year two that they started the infusion system. Mm. Um, you know, but one of the problems that a lot of people had with the infusion system was it wasn't as a direct one-to-one rate. You know, so let's say you infuse uh, a 100 light in, you know, I'm sorry, you infuse a 200 light object into a 100 light, you'll get to like, what, 170, 180, something like that. Um, you know, and, and while that was, it was okay, you know, to start off with, it was mighty frustrating when you are, let's say light level, you know, 300 and when Taken King came out, the light level was what, 300 and then 310 and 320 was the max cap. Um, so 310 to 320, you couldn't do until the hard, uh, mode of the raid came out. So it was, you know, 300 to 310 was, you know, for the regular raid. And let's say you were three, you had an item that was, you know, 303 and then you got a 310 drop. Well, you infuse that 310 drop into your 303, you'll maybe get to 308, 309, mm-hmm. you know, and now you have to hope that your next drop is a max light drop. Otherwise, you know, you're just kind of SOL there. You know, Buying your time. I mean, you can um, try to infuse something else. Yeah. So once they, you know, fixed that with the end of year two, and they they made it a one to one infusion, uh, I think they really uh, did a great thing there because you know if you got a max light level something to drop, you just infuse it into something else, and it was instantly, you know, at that you know that same light. Um, so I really liked when they when they did that, and I think it really helped with uh, just the game in general and helping you know the ease of, of players you know level up in light. Um, and the second part that goes to this is also that they started to increase the activities that you could you know uh, play that would drop max light gear. You know, um, towards the end of the you know this third year, you know they open it up so you can even get you know max light stuff from uh, you know you get it from the nightfall. Crucible, you know, tr- you know, year two Prison they also made the trials, Prison of Elders, and you know they, yeah, Iron Banner. They really opened up the doors for the various ways you can get to max light, and I really liked that um, because too many people were being locked out from leveling up, um, you know, because they either couldn't go into the raid or you know because they didn't have right. either the time or the people or you know they they're not huge PVP people, so when they you know try and play trials, you know. It's a little bit difficult for them to to go flawless and actually get you know max light drop. Um, so I'm really happy with the direction that they that they took from you know beginning a destiny to year three as far as you know being able to level up and the activities you could play to level up. Um, so I hope they continue that um, methodology uh, going in with destiny two. Um, I don't know, man. Year one, I'm sure is going to be they're going to try to make a struggle. So. We'll they don't want to make it. They don't want to make it too easy. No, but, but uh, at, at the same time, though, I don't think they're going to make it like the grind it was, you know, with original Destiny. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a serious grind. Like the only reason why I created a second warlock is so because you know at that time, your armor materials was unique for each character. 
you know. Yep. So I had two warlocks. That way, when I strap something, I'm getting armor materials for the same class, you know. So that grind, yeah, it was a serious grind in year one. God. <laughs> well, yeah, and you, you also, you you know, until the infusions, you know, existed, you couldn't take, let's say, an armor piece you got for your titan and infuse it into an armor piece for your warlock. Mm-hmm. You know, you you couldn't you couldn't even infuse gear in year one at all. You know, so if you got an awesome you know piece of you know the rate you had to wear the raid armor to be the highest light. You know, and you know with that with year two of Destiny they changed it so you didn't have to just wear the raid gear to be at the highest light. You know, so you know what I think the best thing they did was when they strapped the whole etheric light thing. That shit there, at <laughs> Listen, we used to, I used to do nightfalls with hope of getting etheric light, and that goddamn Adam always got my damn etheric light, and I couldn't infuse my weapons because I had no etheric light. So I'm glad they stopped that and went with the new fusion um, infusion method. Yeah. <laughs> so for those that don't know what the etheric light is, uh, basically for the second DLC of uh, Year One Destiny, House of Wolves. Um, they they created an item called Etheric Light, which you would give it, you know, you would put it into any piece of, uh, you know, legendary or exotic gear from year one, and it would boost it up to, uh, you know, the highest, you know, uh, light, you know, of the House of Wolves DLC. Um, right. So now everybody was, for, was... Was that for every piece? I thought that was only for certain pieces and... Um, I think it was for I think it was for certain pieces, like the weapons. It was yeah. for the majority of stuff in Destiny. Mm. You know, that was also when they brought out exotic shards as well, and you needed exotic shards to upgrade exotics, mm-hmm. um, and you could only get exotic shards from scrapping exotics, and I think you could buy some from Zur. Mm-hmm. Um, but Etheric Light, if I remember right, you could use them for anything. Uh, any legendary in year one and boost it up to House of Wolves light. Hmm. I can't even check. I'm 99.9% certain okay. on that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the way it was. Because okay. I remember boosting up my... I still had my... some weapons from uh, the original uh, Queen stuff that I brought up to uh, level year two. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. But, yeah, that was... Uh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> one of the, I mean, one of the, I think the House of Wolves was the easiest DLC for people to get up to max light as soon as possible, uh, just because of the etheric light. You know, all you needed was an etheric light to drop, and your armor was instantly up there. Armor, weapons, whatever, you could instantly boost them up. So, I mean, people were going through these activities just getting these etheric lights and just, you know, boosting, you know, they would just feed it all to one character and then boost that one character's armor and, and weapons all the way up. Um, so... And there was that, uh, that, yeah, it, it, that, that was kind of a failed thing. Uh, I, I would, I definitely agree with you, Tar, where the infusion was, uh, the right way to go versus etheric right. light. But, uh, I mean, what, what else do you guys think? I mean, are you guys happy with the direction that, you know, Bungie's gone with, you know, the light leveling system and, you know, increasing the amount of activities, uh, to reach max light? Like what? What do you guys think about you know all the different changes they've made throughout the past three years of Destiny? Yeah, so I mean they're all they're all good, you know they 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 play to the people who are playing the game right now. Um, 
I just think that if they do it too early, you know, um, the grind's not going to, you're not going to have people playing the game as often, which is fine for more casual players, but, um, it just means that you'll be stuck at higher, you know, you, you won't go anywhere. I think you'll hit cap a lot sooner. Um, not necessarily, it's a bad thing, but it, uh, it has disadvantages, I think, when you have a a game that was built on grinding things like the raid and nightfalls and you know. Um so I don't know. I mean it's good to have them. Um you know, being able to go and run bounty missions is is probably the easiest thing you can do right now to get higher light um gear. Um yeah, I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Um, so you know, I primarily on Xbox, but I created I have a character on PS4 too. So that means, mm-hmm. and I created it uh, year three, I think. Yeah, with um, with Dawn Rise of Iron. So I had to do the grind all over again, and the it was still a grind, but it was a grind that didn't bother me because at least I saw a lot of progress when I did little things, you know. So, if mm. they, and I'm saying that based on the fact that, yeah, I was year one Destiny grinding, like, every night hard. And <laughs> it was just like, you know, I did it because, you know, I, I'd have a problem with it. Now, I'm trying to say that with their new method, if they stick with it, it's easier, but it's still a little grind. And I think that's probably how it would be in Destiny 2 because if we start from, like, zero... We still got to probably do little things, get a gear, an armor piece here to hopefully decrypt something, put that gear on that it'll be a little bit higher so you could get a higher piece that you already have, stuff like that. So if they stick with what they have now, I think that a lot of people, I don't think people will complain. Right. The other thing to keep in mind, Tom, uh, it's been three years since we've had to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. And we're about to start from scratch mm-hmm. in Destiny 2. You know, so you don't have good weapons to bring with you into Destiny 2. You're going to be, you know, struggling to find the good weapons out there, figuring, you know, what they are, where you can get them to drop, what perks, you know, they have, what perks are the better ones, you know, all all that stuff. Although, I thought I heard someone say that perks are going to be a static drop for, you know, weapons anymore, um, which... I don't know if I like, uh, you know, I, I still like RNG, uh, even though it can be a, you know, a, a dick, it's still, it's still a nice element to have, and it increases the, you know, just the replayability of, you know, to, to get, you know, the items you want to drop, um, but, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to, to get that feeling again of, oh, I'm going into Destiny w- with nothing, you know, except what I'm given from the game, I don't have my previous weapons that are awesome to take with me. You know, even if they're not as powerful, you know, they may have better perks, better stability, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and it might make it a little easier. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know. Have to play it to find out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, I'm happy with the way the leveling is right now because, as I'm sure happened to a lot of other people, I could not get fucking level 30 boots <laughs> to save my life during the uh, first raid. And throughout everything, I just 
had a lot of trouble getting to a point where I could get one character to max light, let alone three. And with the way everything is set up now, yeah, there's still you still got the grind, but if you get one character up to uh, level 400, you're just going to keep getting 400 gear, and then you can just use that to infuse all your other characters and just instantly bring them up without even having to grind for it. Right, right. I'm not saying that they should go back and be like, oh, no, you can only get the best gear from the raid, and it's only going to be... You know, you get a chance at getting that gear and that kind of stuff. That that'd be yeah. silly. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but I just I just like the way that is yeah. with how how they have it set up now. Yeah. And they made it a lot easier to actually get up and level yourself up. You still got to grind a little bit, but it's not sitting in the raid praying you get the drop that you need now. Yeah. Uh, or doing uh, material routes for. Um on for spin metal or or iron relic or oh my god helium god, uh, no. yeah only year one players know about that <laughs> yeah only good year times, one players good times. oh it was so bad <laughs> it would take 16 it would take what uh like 64 materials to upgrade one piece of gear right something like fully that. It, i thought it was you like know, that's yeah, like popping the bubbles on them, you know, to make sure. But, yeah, I thought it was like sixteen per, you know, one of the per bubble. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Oh no. man, and and the only way you got materials before was running around and either getting them from a chest or finding them on the ground, and it was just excruciating. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know how how bad it was. Yeah, it uh, it definitely was uh, you know, it extended. Uh, a lot longer on how long I played that game, you know, though. I mean, like, so I'd, I'd sit there and run routes for, you know, hours. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but would you rather you know, do that or go have some fun experiences battling the enemy in a, in a strike or, uh, you know, some other activity or something like that? I, I don't know. I mean, um... Uh, hmm, running around have, in a circle, uh, collecting one item was, for hours, or having fun, of fun friends man. battling <laughs> the enemy and holding back the darkness <laughs> for an hour. Do I want to be a nerd or a warrior? Mm, I like being a nerd, so y'all can fuck off. Now, but you know what? <laughs> to what Tom's saying, there were days when I come home, and you know what? I said, I'm just going to go to the farm tonight. And I just, you know, yep. go to the farm, just chilling, relaxing, you know, whatever getting my little materials that I need for whatever. So, yeah, I, I could, yeah. I don't miss that, because they could just buy it, but at the same time... Right. Stock, Stockholm Syndrome. Right, by, by the time, <laughs> it, it was it was okay, you know. I think a lot of my hours came from the farm, actually, because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did get some interesting ship blueprints from farming on the moon, and just getting every chest that I could. <laughs> I think it came from every, the moon. Every brown ship yeah. they had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every every poop-colored mm. ship. Yeah. Yep. Which is every I ship from year one yep. that you would pick up. Uh, any, everyone remember, of course, everyone remembers the, um, while farming, the um, spawn cave. Mm. The loot okay. cave. The loot cave. Oh, yeah. The infamous yeah. loot cave. That's how I got my first uh, uh, legendary weapon. Yep. Um, and that was when you only had a third third of a chance to actually getting a legendary from a purple engram. Oh yeah, got my Raul. 
That is decryption, man. Yeah, yeah. For, those, <laughs> for those, you Bastard. know, non-year one Destiny players, there was a time when you would decrypt a legendary Engram and you, you would only get a blue. You were not guaranteed a legendary just because you had a legendary Engram drop, uh, which pissed a lot of people off. Um, and uh, hence, you know, why so many people, you know, migrated to the Loot Cave, uh, mm-hmm. which is an area in the Cosmodrome where people would just stand far, you know, far back from and just shoot enemies as they just continually spawned and came out of this cave. And so it's called Loot Cave was because you'd kill them before they even got out of the cave and it would just drop Engrim's galore, um, yeah. you know, all over the place. I wouldn't say uh, that people were um, pissed. That's the reason why they went to the Loot Cave. I think yeah, it's because the loot cave existed, and that's why people went to the loot cave. <laughs> well, it's because it it was the easiest way to get better gear because the drop rates were so insanely low uh, for anything to help raise your light. Yep. That's why. But, uh, you know, they, they've come a long way. You know, Bungie's really listened to the fans as far as, you know, what they want in the game and, like, you know... They've done a lot with, you know, making the player experience better. So it's, you know, it's still a grind, but it's not the mind-numbing grind that it used to be, uh, you know, towards the, you know, the early, you know, part of year one. Um, so, yeah. Um, any any other thoughts on, you know, that section before we move on to our final section of PvP here? Um, no, that's it. You know what else I missed? Um, the gunsmith, how you can reroll the weapons. Ah, uh, yes, that was with uh, 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 the wolves. That was a nice uh, DLC. That was, I wonder why they stopped that because that was a nice, um, nice thing to do. You know, it, the gunsmith. You know, like let me take a look at your weapon. Eh, I give you something different. You know, yes, I. The reason, the reason they did is because you could keep rolling until you got the god tier roll. Um, and so you only needed to get one drop and one weapon to drop once, and then you just keep re-rolling it. You don't have to grind for it uh, again. Mm. Um, I, I always said the answer to that is don't allow uh, people to re-roll the entire you know set of perks. You know, only allow them to select one column of nodes and re-roll that column and that column only. So you could get a gun that drops with you know uh, two of the you know two perks that you know. Two perks, you know, one of you know one column perk. Oh God, that's garbage. I don't like that. But you're like, oh, this this other set here, it's really really nice. You know, you know, I could do something with this. So you could lock in and say, okay, I only want to re-roll this set. You know, this side. You know, this column of perks over here. You know, so you're not, you don't have full you know ability to re-roll everything about the gun. So even if you you know, you don't get what you want, you could potentially roll, you know, part of it and get it back, or you'd be like, oh, no, both these perks, all these perks suck, I'm going to keep going and, and try and get another drop at it. So it doesn't allow you to roll for a god roll unless you already have at least the start of right. it. But, uh, yeah. So PvP then, you know, I know, uh, PvP is a little bit of love-hate relationship for a lot of people with Destiny. Um, uh-huh. I know myself, uh, I, I was not a big fan of PvP originally, uh, but I grew into it, and, you know, I, I really started to enjoy it. Um, for me, it was, you know, it was a 6v6 fast-paced, you know, action with the abilities and supers that, that made it fun and interesting. Um, you know, depending on you know, who you were playing with and, you know, what, what, you know, characters and subclasses you were using, it could, you know, create some interesting battles. 
Um, but what were your guys's, you know, you know, love, hate, you know, uh, parts of it? Like, what did you really enjoy? What did you hate out of it? Well, I loved it. 100% loved it. One of the reasons why I love PvP is because that was an opportunity for me to learn about weapons that I didn't know about because I'm getting killed by. I'm like, what the hell was that? You know? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to look into that, see, if I can, see what it is. Um, and it was fun. My favorite PvP mode is Control. I, I love Control. And um, I, I don't have any gripe against PvP. Even when it was like certain weapon metas, what have you, I had no problem with that. Because I just had to find a different way to kill this motherfucker who had whatever. Um, I loved it. I love PvP. Even then, if I was the long run right now, I'm playing PvP. I feel you on that. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I... Yeah, it, it, and for me, it's it's different than the majority of first-person PVPs out there, you know, because it also, you know, it, one, you have that RNG you know, element with the different weapons. Two, you have, you know, different people with different classes and subclasses. Um, so you're not always going to experience the the same thing in every match, although you do find a lot of the people that's, you know, find, okay, here's the best build for PVP or here's the best weapon, and then, you know, they kind of migrate to that. Um, but there have been a decent amount of times in, uh, you know, PvP of Destiny that they've, they've done some, some decent balancing, which, you know, kind of spurred a whole variety of weapons being used. Um, so, uh, what, what, what about you, Matt? I know, I know you're not a big <laughs> fan of PvP, but you have any, you have any fun times in it? <laughs> not, uh, yeah, um, after Rise of Iron, the, uh, first time they brought back the, uh, Iron Banner... And whichever, I forgot what it's called, the, uh, basically it's the, uh, kill confirmed type where you have to pick up Supremacy. the orbs. Ah, crest, the crest yeah, one. Yes. Um, Supremacy, that right. first week, I, for whatever reason, I just dominated when I was playing. I was always in the top two or three of the, of, uh, of my team, and I, I just had a blast as, and it wasn't just because I was getting all the kills. I was just running around behind people <laughs> that didn't think to pick up the crest. And I was just taking everybody's crest. And I, it just shot my score up. And I was doing great. I was getting some fairly decent drops. I got my level up. And I was just having a, a hell of a time. Right on, man. Nice. I mean, you know what? Yeah. About supremacy. Played a role. Let's see how petty I am in supremacy. When I grab a bounty, where you got to get, what, like collect X amount of your teammates crest and i see when my teammates getting shot i don't help them i let them die just like i get his crest that's, that's <laughs> not pe- oh, yeah, oh, watch out yeah, for tar, yeah i'm a petty ass right yeah bounties first Vicious. No, bounty. you gotta look out you gotta look out no, for you man that's right. bounties cool. first and then fun after that's how i, how I right play. right that bounty doesn't have anything to do whether or not you win or lose that exactly. match so oh man well what about you tom uh, so Mayhem would probably have to be my favorite one as of late. Um, and that's one where you get to your supers charged so quickly, so everyone's just popping supers left and right. So it's just kind of chaos. It's mayhem, you know. Um, so that's pretty neat. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, Crucible, you know, is the end game. Actually, you know, when I when I look at it, you know, right now doing bounties and trying to get uh, 
the weekly bounties done, you know, to net a higher thing, you know, like that's that's good end game content because you know, you've played through the majority of the game, you know, or all the game and here's this extra piece that should keep it going if you don't want to play stories. But um I mean, it's good that it's there. I just, I, you know, it's it's a second tier thing to me, you know. Well, let me tell you about Mayhem. I love Mayhem so much. Cause <laughs> this is why. Again, my primary is a warlock, and the warlock scout rifle that's unique to the um, warlock, the Tylock. You know, once mm-hmm. you get your super, the damn gun is up. It's mean. It's a serious beast. So in Mayhem, it's the best time to use that gun. I get so many kills with it because I got my super the whole time. So, again, with the bounties, you know, they got new new scout rifle bounties, kill 25 people. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's easy to get in Mayhem with that Warlock. Yep. Nice. Yeah, Mayhem was uh, was definitely a fun mode to bring in. Uh, and I think it would have been a lot of fun to bring in sooner. Uh, yeah, just because, you know, you're these, you know, beings with light and these, you know, powers and supers and whatnot, you know, and just being able to use them, you know, almost instantly after, you know, already using them, it, it creates it mayhem, really you know, um, but with mayhem, you know, it just kind of highlights the the part that I really liked about the PVP, and that's the fact that you can, you have all of your abilities going into it, and you can use them, you know, and, and set, you know, your subclass builds, you know, to, to kind of mirror kind of play style you want to use you know you could be you know as with the the warlock for example you know you could be the sun singer and you know uh you know either you know revive from death with your super you know uh use your scorch melee to give you a bonus shield um you know or you could use a void walker and your grenades can add to your health or your super you know your your uh you know your melee can either add to your health or your super you nova bomb just destroys enemies nothing you know, you better the titan than Nothing what? better than taking the uh, Sun Singer down after it reses, <laughs> though. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say that there there is the one super that does kind of trump all in PvP is the Golden mm. Gun with the mm. Hunter. Uh, just because it doesn't matter what super you're using, the Golden Gun just instantly just destroys you. Um, you know, but the subclass isn't used as much because, you know, a lot of the other abilities aren't as great in the Crucible. I, you know, the Trip Mine is fantastic, but a lot of people would end up going Blade Dancer with Hunter because you got Blink, uh, and then, you know, with that Blade Dance, you can whip around the field and kill people pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, having a Gunslinger, you know, that golden gun, uh, I mean, I just remember the countless times either being on the receiving or the, you know, um, you know the, the dealing end of it. Uh, you know, either going for a Titan smash and just being disintegrated by a golden gun or, or you know, you know, a Titan coming in and trying to smash me and I just hit him with the golden gun quickly before he can kill me with the super and I'm like, ah, oh, that's right. That feels that feels good. Yeah, definitely a one headed quitter. Um, but I, I also really enjoyed just the the six V six part of it too. Um, you know, just you know, it was the same amount, you know, people you can go into the raid with. Uh, you know, and so uh I don't know, it was it was a happy number for me in the crucible and the maps uh, allowed it to uh not be too congested, I would say. You know, the the map size was good for it. Um so you know, we're not going to talk about beta too, you know, the beta at all this episode. We'll we'll get into that the next one, uh but that is one of the one of the points that I am going to bring up with it. But uh 
don't know. I always found that the PvP for me was was the thing I did after all of the PvE content was kind of dried up for me, and I didn't want to keep replaying it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just hop in PvP. You know, because it's always a, a different experience. You know, because you're always playing different people. Yep. And it's good that they had bounties for that to keep, like for the people who strictly play PvP. PvP is good that they had something for them also, you know, okay, I'm playing PvP, but I'm also trying to work towards, you know, whatever, whatever, so that that was a good touch to it. I'd say so. Well, uh, guys, uh, we're we're actually stretching this episode a little bit, you know, we start talking about Destiny and just forget, you know, what time it is and how long we've been talking about it. Um, (laughs) But... I guess kind of, you know, closing thoughts uh, just on the past three years of Destiny and, you know, and and your hopes for the future. My closing thoughts is it was a great ride. It really is. Even if Destiny 2 isn't as, like, doesn't have... Yeah, that's the best word. Isn't as special as Destiny 1. I'm still going to play it because I look at it as it's just a brand new game. As if I'm playing any other brand new game, whatever, whatever. But if it keeps that same specialness as Destiny 1, yeah, it's going to be another 2,000 hours clock for me. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Matt? Matt? Well, <clears throat> Destiny is the one game that I have constantly had since launch and I've never gotten rid of. I can't say that about any other game I've ever played unless I bought it on digital, but even then, I don't play it as often as I play Destiny. Um, It's been probably my favorite game in the past five or six years. Um, And because of Destiny, I've made some really awesome friends uh, in the the clan, some of which like uh like the two of you sorry tar you it's had okay. your chance um, <laughs> um i've actually met and hung out with in person and it's it's helped me like make new friends that i that i have for real and not just on xbox and it's been a hell of a ride for me and i'm i love it and i'm looking i'm really looking forward to carrying all that through into uh into the destiny 2 and doesn't matter if it's as good if it's better if it's just trash i'm still gonna play it i'm still gonna enjoy my time with you guys and just carry on yeah part of it always goes back to the community aspect of it you know just you know experiences with the people you play with finding friends that you know are more just people you play a game with you know you actually become friends with them you know share experience experiences you know fun laughter Anger, everything all rolled into one. Da da. Nick, uh, what uh, what about your closing um, uh, thoughts on? I played Destiny more than any other game I've ever played, um, and uh, that kind of caused a few things. Well, I, I have had just an unbelievable amount of fun in the Destiny universe. Um, I'd like to see them change uh, a bunch of the things to kind of stop the um, unrelenting, repetitive, you know, action to uh, of grinding. You know, I'm not opposed to you know grinding here and there and stuff, but um, you know, just that unrelenting grinding, just because they don't have the content 
you know, to continue giving you. And so they need to keep you in a loop until they can make more. Um, I think that, you know, they've done a great job over the three-year period to show us that they can learn and grow. Um, in addition to that, uh, you know, the game engine they're building, well, they're building, they built for Destiny 2 allows them to build content at a quicker rate. So I don't think it's going to be as much of an issue as it used to be. Um, so I'm really looking forward to Destiny 2. Um, I think, you know, as long as they keep going in the direction that they've been going in the past three years, Destiny 2 will be better, you know, than, than Destiny is right now. And I really think, you know, with, with them also being able to focus on just the PC, Xbox One, and PS4 versus, you know, the, the legacy consoles with the 360 and PS3, I think they'll also be able to, to add more in the game, uh, you know, because they'll have less development time. Uh, well, uh, they'll have more development time for, you know, these consoles, you know, and because they're not, you don't have to focus on the previous gen as well. Um, so I'm really hopeful. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, having said that, I probably won't play Destiny 2 as much as I did Destiny 1. Um, but uh, don't get me wrong, I'm still going still gonna to play quite a bit of it. What about you, Tom? So long, Destiny 1. Hello, Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, so... for that uh, very descriptive... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, opinion. Yep. yep. That's all I got to say about that. No, I'm very, just Very, very incitive. <laughs> uh, you know, like you said, Nick, I mean, it's, it's probably the longest game I've ever played. Um, put the most time into, the most effort into... Um, but it is also uh, a game that I even, you know, that I've probably taken the longest breaks in between, um, you know, and I've come back to playing, you know, like I get I get out and then uh, you guys bring me right back <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, new DLC comes out, you know, so I jump jump in there for that and try to help out where I can. But, uh, yeah, um, as far as Destiny 2 goes, you know... Uh, Look forward to it. I hope they can kind of continue the train, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, it could be just as addictive, if not more. We'll, uh, you know, that's uh, that is correct. Yeah. Well, so, cool. Yeah. Well, um, any other final thoughts before we wrap this episode, guys? Or wrap up this episode? Nope. All right. Cool. All right, guys, watch. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Bungie, you can't kick me out of the farm. I'll stay there as long Hold as I Hold are you still <laughs> in there? No, I got oh, kicked okay. while I was at work. Yeah, because I saw a video, I saw an um, uh, online article about some guy was in there for 15 hours. I looked to see if it was you. It wasn't you. It was some other guy. Oh, man. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, it's unfortunately that time for us to say goodbye. Um Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners um, where they can find you at. You can find me on Xbox 360 and the One at Shiny357. And if you're on the uh, Twitters, you can find me harass Bungie and uh, random celebrities on occasion at <laughs> the GD. Batmat, all one word. GD Batmat. Tar, what about you? Yes. Where, where can we find? Well, you? Xbox, um, Southeast Legend. That's my gamer tag. On Twitter, I'm Tarfucius. Um, PS4, Sony, what have you? Um, SE underscore Legend. Um, 
yeah, that's where you can find me at. Right on. And uh, Nick, where can we find you? Envision on the Nintendo Switch, although you, I guess you can really only search with the uh, the friend code there, so if you're dying to play with me on the Switch, just shoot me a message. Um, Envision86 on Xbox, uh, Twitter, Twitch, all that fun jazz, and then Cypher99 on the PlayStation. Awesome, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is awesome. Uh, 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 yeah. About about the switch uh, that that Splatoon came out uh, here recently, so uh, you guys will be able to find me on there, tearing me away from Xbox. Ooh. Good, oh, that's yeah. right. Get away from Xbox for a little bit. No, 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 no. I'll, uh, what did I? What am I talking about? <laughs> I gotta get on yeah, you there. Keep away. Yeah, you still got more achievement hunting yes, to do. do. You can't, I do. Can't, I do. Can't get all the tar. Nope. Tar is still taking the lead right mm-hmm. now. Um. But, uh, yeah, you guys can find me on Xbox at Big Thumpin' 101. Uh, on the Switch is just Big Thumpin'. Um, on Twitter, at Big Thumpin' 101. Uh, also on Twitch. And as far as Twitch goes, every Wednesday night about 8.30, I jump on and do a thing with the, I like to call a Brothers Fire Team, where me and my two brothers and sometimes uh, some of the guys here, you know, uh, from BVG show up. Um, and we, we play games, mainly first-person shooters uh, and whatnot, but uh, sometimes, you know, it's it's fun to get some Rocket League in there and have just have some uh, good old-fashioned chaos. Um, and then I try to jump on early in the mornings. Uh, I like to call it a morning coffee, uh, where I do about an hour block of gaming from 5.40 to 6.40. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah. Um, you guys can always find us, Big Vision Gaming, on Facebook. We have a page. It's it's a great place. You can actually go there and click links and get to the the uh, the website. You can get to the uh, we post every episode up there. Sometimes we post some commentary, um, uh, that that kind of stuff. Um, you can also find us on Twitter uh, at Big Vision Gaming, all one word, of course. Uh, no underscores, nothing like that. Um, these are both these places are great places to let us know how we're doing. Uh, you guys can also give us some feedback on on something you'd like to hear us talk about, us discuss. Um, you know, if you want us to get into great detail on some stuff, just bring up Destiny again. Um, um, Nick Nick loves getting into details on Destiny. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, but yeah. Um, while you're there listening, if you've made it this far, you should probably hit that like and subscribe button. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it, do it. You can't do it on the website, though, can you? There's some like buttons. Like buttons, all right. Cool, cool, but all ma- right. Mainly, I mean, if, if if you like our episodes, you know, if you like what we're doing, you know, uh, you know, hit the like on iTunes, Google Play, you know, uh, give us a rating, whatever you want to call it. Or whatever it's called there, um, you know, shoot us a message. Like Tom said, let you know if there's anything specific you want to hear, or comment, complaint, you know, whatever. Just shoot us a message. You know, I don't uh, want the complaints. What the hell are yeah, you talking about, man? Hey, hey, any, any message <laughs> is a form of love, even if it's even if it's hate. It, it means they spent their time, uh, you know, to to send us a message, and we appreciate that. You've got a warped personality, friend. I know I do. <laughs> but uh, with that, um, Matt, Tar, 
thanks for joining me and Tom on the episode. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank yeah. you for uh, for listening. And uh, come back next week where we get to, are going to be talking about the Destiny 2 beta. The Destiny 2 beta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.